Oh man. Good evening, oh. everybody. It's Babe Talk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh man, hey Nathan, you with us tonight? <laughs> I'm there. You're here. All right, we're good. <laughs> so <Yeah>. tonight, <laughs> tonight we have Nathan Wheeler of Just Go, Just hey. Leave. Tonight I have Carly Reyes. Hello. I got James Boss. So. It's rumored that Shana, Shana is actually going to join us tonight, but I don't know. Um, but we're going to um, start anyway. Did um, anyone shoot her a reminder? I'll shoot her. I don't know. Pray for Shana right now. She got some sun poisoning going on. That is very true. So she just might, might be asleep trying to recover because that is some real shit. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing until like two days ago. Sun poisoning? Yeah, sun poisoning is a very real thing. If you guys want to ruin your night, Google sun poisoning because it's I not did. Very fun. I did. No. And I. I and you know what's so funny is that no one understands. Everyone goes, oh, why do you wear sunscreen? You tan. Why do you wear sunscreen? Because I don't want sun poisoning. True. If, yeah. Man. I'm going to be wearing all the sunscreen now. Now, Nathan, <laughs> Nathan, you're in California. So, like, do you know about the sun poison life? Yeah, it's no. I don't want that life. <laughs> Not about that life. Nobody is about that. That life. I just, just burn. I, I just burn. And since I'm like, why does hell I burn? That's it. Depression. Even if I put sunblock on, I put sunblock on, and I'll still burn. Oh, so you're part of that like translucent light. Yeah. That's a shame. It's bad. But so anyway, we start off the show um, by asking everybody how their day was, and we have. Carly, Carly's the first person I see. How was your day? Aww. Aww. Um, it was pretty chill, man. I mean, you know, woke up, went to work, hung out with my cats before work, got off work, Aww. had a couple beers at the bar. I know. Oh, there is something <laughs> exciting, though. Our local bar, yeah. Frank's, has been uh, voted the number one pizza in North Carolina. Well, no. uh, high five to that. That's dope. That's <laughs> But yeah, now, went down there, had some pie, had some beer, and came back here. Now, how is their their their, their pizza? Would you say that it actually deserves the title of like you know best pizza of North Carolina? Yes, it is the most Jersey non-Jersey pizza I've ever had. <laughs> really? Yes, it is amazing. How how do they they do their their the pizza? It's like it's kind of like Primo, but with flavor. Like it's okay. like. That that finished crust, and then a really nice seasoned sauce, and then a, just a ton of cheese, and then make sure the sauce goes almost to the end, not too close to the end. It's perfect. It's awesome. Nice. It sounds like it's cooked to very perfection. Now, now that we're on the, on the subject of, of, of pizza, you know that I can't leave it. Um, James, where has been the best pizza for you? Because I have, like, a holy grail of pizza that, like, um, no one can kick and talk. Um, James, you can go on with yours. Putting me on the spot, I, um, it was definitely in New York City. Okay. Um, it was this place. I forgot the name of it, but it's like right near Penn Station, and it was just like the best in pizza. Yeah, in Manhattan. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm literally googling places. That are pizza. Yeah, I remember the Be name. Careful. That, that, that list might go on forever. It's like um, pizza oh, in Manhattan. Pizza, pizza Supreme. Hmm. It's called Pizza Supreme. Huh. It's on 8th Street, and it's like two minutes from Penn Station. It was just like the best pizza I've ever had, and it was so good. 
I actually might have to, to try that Pizza Supremo. Now, <laughs> Nathan, I don't know if you're like a real pizza cut kind of guy. Dude, I, I love pizza. Really? Okay, so it. so we can continue yeah. this kind of conversation. Yeah. <laughs> well, the so where best would you say would be like... Yeah? The best place? Well, it's not even there anymore because it got shut down. But it was oh. uh, Nick's Pizzeria that they used to have out here. And they, it, they had the bomb pizza and like... They also used to throw shows there too, which is pretty nice. tight. But That's now it's like place is gone, so it stinks. Now I've been seeing the, the, the this trend, um, like like last week when um we had a guest and they were talking about how like they used to play, um, shows and like pizza joints. Is that like a thing like over in California? Because like our guest is from the East Coast. Do they have a lot of yeah, shows it, that are like in pie joints or? Pizza they have a lot of shows that are in pizza places out here in California. Like there's, I think there's one in like Orange County area. I forgot what it's called, but it's it is a pizza place that they throw shows there. So it's a thing out here. I think that's like my like... brother's band. Yeah, because my brother's band just recently played at like a pizza place in in uh, Palmdale, which is like right by us, and it's it's all like Pizza Supreme something like that. Or... Or it's like it's kind of like Subway, but you can make your own pizza. That's nice. awesome. That, that is actually very awesome. That's it's cool. called the Pizza Experience. Yeah, it's called the Pizza, the experience, pizza experience. And it's damn you right, it's the Pizza Experience. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's I can't yeah. deal with you. That's actually very awesome. So yeah. here's where my um, very prestigious, 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 prestigious. Prestigious. Wow, man, that's why I keep using big words. Um, Juliana's Pizza, and I still have their business card. I don't know if you guys can see it, but it's actually right off the Brooklyn that's Bridge. Good. It is probably the best pizza I've ever had in my life. Um, I don't know if anybody actually watches How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. I've seen it here and there. Okay. The, does anyone remember the episode where um, Marshall is trying to find the, um, the Red Door <gasps> Burger Joint? Yes, yeah. yes. And he just yeah. goes on about the suckling taste of the pizza and how with every bite, there's just an explosion of flavor. Like you taste <laughs> the olive oil, the basil, it's stone cooked inside, inside of an oven. It's been run by the same Italian family for years and years. It's very renowned. Giuliano's Pizza right underneath the Brooklyn Bridge. If anyone's going to it, I, I, it's a life-changing experiment. I'm going to have the next experiment. I'm a minute I see. I'm probably going to check it out then. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Like, Take someone on a date, go walk the Brooklyn Bridge, and be like, "Oh, it's cute, it's scenic," and now I'm gonna take I'm gonna take you to some beautiful pizza, like right underneath the bridge, and then we can get ice cream, and then take a ferry ride. That whole like little section by um the Brooklyn Bridge is pretty pretty cool. But anyway, enough about about that. James Boss, how was your day? Um, today, um, I got back from college late last night, so today was basically just a bunch of unpacking and like getting all my shit organized. So it was like kind of uneventful. Does all um, your shit fit in one book bag? No, it was like a shit ton of luggage. Oh, you missed the joke. Oh god damn it. Oh, I gotta take your pop punk card if you can please hand it over to me. No. <laughs> I get it now. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that like flew over my head. It was like a boomerang. It like threw over my head and then just like bam. And just right in the back of the head. <laughs> damn. Um, but yeah, how, how how does it feel to be back home, to be finally done with school and everything? 
I miss it. I honestly miss it. I have, like, a lot of really cool homies up there, and I got to do a lot of cool things. So I'm, like, a little bummed about it, but I'm excited that I get to see some people I haven't in a while. I'm excited that I'm going to be working again soon and actually, like, earning money for the first time in a bit. True. So, yeah. Now, um, are you going to be doing anything fun upcoming that's going to celebrate your back-homeness? Um, there's, like, something that I'm going to be do, possibly doing in the next few weeks that I can't talk about because I don't know if it's official or not. But other than that, um, I'm just going to be chilling with some homies, going to shows. Yo, homie chill. Yo, there you go. Um, yeah, yo, homie chill. Yo, homie chill. Probably be, like, hanging with my friends as they roast me. Like the old days. <laughs> like nice. the old days. They're going to coerce you into doing what? That mm-hmm. sounds pretty sketchy. No, it said roast. Like... <laughs> oh, I thought they're going to coerce you. I'm just like, woo, man, don't. No, don't no. Peer... Do not give in the peer no, pressure. No, you no. Are your no. Own... It's be roast sessions. Like, I miss those with some of my friends. So it's going to be good to do that again, I guess. <laughs> you look like a motherfucking nut. <laughs> 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 just for a half an hour straight. <laughs> hey Nathan, you doing right over there? Doing pretty fantastic. That's great. I'm glad to hear it. How was your day today? Yeah, it was pretty good. Just woke up, made pancakes, and then watched uh, the show Miami Heat with my mom. And then Hi. got a call from uh, the school district from out here, and might be possibly getting a job soon. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Nice. Nice, yeah. Man. And then I'm trying to put, and then I'm trying to get the finalizations on a show I'm trying to put on for to write love in her arms, like a donation show. And if I show saw you post oh, wow, some awesome. things about that. Do you want to go into that that particular show? Yeah, because I'm I'm trying to. I hit them up about donating, and they told me to hit up their benefit in. So I'm just waiting for them to email me back. So I already have like a set venue for it too. Nice. Good. Now, what's the benefit yeah, so show going? Like who? Like who is it going to be benefiting? It's gonna be benefiting to write love in her arms, like for their their uh, their organization. So like, it's all about like suicide. If you know what it is, yeah, it's just gonna be benefiting them. So, That's actually very awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's actually going going to be a similar festival that's gonna be going on. Um, I should have the date for that, but it's gonna be called Sad Fe- Festival. Um, what are the yeah. members from your persona? That's going to be that. Um, I come on the show. Jose and his booking company are going to put on something called Sad Fest. That all the proceeds from that particular um, weekend festival is going to be going towards um, suicide prevention um, programs and everything. And I'm happy to announce that Babe Talk is actually going to be officially sponsoring that. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's a thing. It's something that that I'm very passionate about. Um, suicide prevention because everyone matters. Um, yeah. It's crazy just going through life and everything because you know shit's rough but that doesn't mean that you have to just not be able to go through it i wasn't prepared to talk about this at all but, it's okay the festival is from may 29th to may 31st it's that weekend i did look it up for you thank you very much and babe talk will have a table there um we are going to be featured on the t-shirts which is kind of cool and it's something <gasps> that we it's, it's something that we can get 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 behind because you know um, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah it's, it's gonna be an awesome thing. Um, so speaking of festivals, um, Warp Tour, Kevin Lyman. Oh, 
James yeah. Boss also just joined the chat. My internet just crashed for a second. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> now I've got two of you, James. <laughs> now we got two James going on. <laughs> I... Now look like this, and we'll like this. <laughs> um, and... Oh, man. Oh, internet. Anyway, so, um, James, you came back in just for the transition. Um, <laughs> we were talking about festivals, and Warped Tour is the festival, and poor Kevin Lyman has just been, like, whipping his hair out with just the uh, amount of shit store that's been going on. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. I mean... Uh, I saw he had lost his shit the other night when he tweeted that all the YouTubers were getting kicked off Warped Tour. <laughs> I was like... Yeah, part of me was like, oh my know, God. but the other part of me was like, man, that guess that has to suck for like the dude that exposed the dude that was doing the sketchy shit and like the sh non-shitty people. But at the same time, do we really want Ryan Stars on Warp Tour? I mean, that it's was kind of a... like the Austin Jones. Yeah, Jones do like singing, asking girls for like tour videos. <sighs> yeah, that was like extremely. I I kind of like vomited a little when I saw those videos, just a little. Oh, I, you know, I have actually yet to, to check into everything because I mean, me like it's oh. people are doing skits, skits, skits. I really don't want to go ahead and be like, oh, oh what is he asking that. of these very manip like like manipulative girls to do? Like, why would you it's do very that? strange, and I understand why Kevin Lyman kind of had that off-the-cuff moment because it almost feels like there's so much controversy with a lot of the YouTube stars, whether it's, you know, what's going on now with, like, all the, you know, sexual attack kind of, you know, issues and all those kind of scandals going on, or if it's like like when uh, Bethany Mata, I think it was, went on Dancing with the Stars and everyone was freaking out going, well, she's just a YouTube star. She's not a real star. You know, there's so much controversy surrounding YouTube stars, it almost feels like you might not want them to be on your tour, and you just don't even want to deal with that whole thing, no matter how big of a trend it is. And that's a really weird thing that we're seeing within the past few years, is that um, YouTube is now producing stars. Like, this is a whole new front frontier that people are having to, to, to deal with. You don't have any, yeah. any agents, because there's really no need for them, since they're pretty much their own agents. Uh, I mean, there yeah. are a few that do have their own agents and, like, you know, their own PR firms and stuff. But for the most part, we're pretty much in the wild west of yeah. people getting famous. Like, say, same thing with Vine. We have Vine that are just, just like, you know, oh, doing yeah. shit. And they're I, just like... Yeah. I remember seeing a comment saying that YouTube and Vine are the MTV of our generation. <laughs> absolutely, and I can absolutely yeah. agree. Yeah. And I think well, I agree with that. It sounds so strange because we grew up with that but yeah to kids growing up these days definitely is vine and twitter and facebook all of that now i was like kind of caught in the middle of the decline of youtube and the, the decline of mtv and the rise of youtube so i'm just like in this weird place where i the first half of my childhood was all about mtv but now i'm growing up and youtube has been like the big thing for me well here's the, yeah. the, the weird thing i mean like i don't remember a lot of people like saying oh i really love this one reality television star from like real world like they're like maybe like a handful there were there were like a handful of people but like not as many but people. now it's so celebrity focused instead so of just you know yeah and, and and that's the weird thing like and it's weird because when we look at music people because we'll look at people through every ca category we'll have the viners that are able to do um six seconds worth of entertainment like, like that and they'll be yeah. picked up for for a commercial 
and no one knows who they really are, but they're like, oh, yes, please, you're popular and you can do it well. Here, let me just take you. Yeah. And now we're looking at YouTube stars that are like, like, you know, going over to Warp Tour and we have no idea who they are. And they're just like, oh, you can attract a lot of my demographic and then you can do it well. Here, let me just pull, pull you up. And it's just like, oh, yeah, let me exactly. grab you. Oh, shit, you're a pedophile. And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> then it's, really, it's really like turning it into a crapshoot. That was the greatest so, physical demonstration. That, was <laughs> that is. You just because it was like, oh shit, I don't want to. Yeah. Ooh, damn. So, I mean, I can understand Kevin Lyman's frustration with just saying like, no, all of them, just fucking get rid of all of them. Because if you get rid of all yeah, of them, you can't have yeah. any more. Yeah. Like Nathan, what what's your opinion? Like, like, how how do you weigh in? Honestly, I think it's bullcrap. Like, he, like, honestly, I agree with Kevin Lyman. Like, I agree that he should take them all off and do like a background check, like before he puts them on there. Just like with front porch stuff, when he went, up, he was on work for it, and he got accused of all that, all that crap. Like, he should take him off and like do a little background check. But, like, I agree, I agree with Kevin Lyman on his side of the story. Like, he should take him all now, off. now, since tweeting that he's gonna take everybody off, he's now went back and said, "All right, I'm not taking everybody off." So like, I'm not taking everybody off. I just had a moment. Yeah. I, 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 Nigga got heated. Sorry, I yeah. took it out on everybody. And so now he's like let leveled out. He probably talked to his people and then just like Kevin. And she's like, I know, I know, I know, I know. So what do you think is going to be the future of still being able to pick out the popular ones to, to get the the cause I, I know that Warp Tour like for the longest time has been wanting to get their social um standings up. Very much so. And I remember, like, um, there were a pit reporter um, contest way, way back when. And that was okay. And now picking from YouTube to try and, like, like you know, get popularity back up seems to be the smart idea. But from the declining um, pit reporters uh, and now the, you know, gamble with YouTube stars, what does Warp Tour really have to pick from? Do you think they're still going to continue to crowdsource? Or do you think... I think they're still going to, like continue to get YouTubers. I think they're just yeah. going to, like, just like with the artists, they're going to increase the background checks on them and to see if they're not creepy and yeah. just hope for the best because, like, just there's kidding. been issues with artists, like, way in the past beforehand. Like, Front Porch Jeff is not the first artist to have controversy on Warp Tour. Come on the dance floor! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God bless me. Excuse me. Um, I mean, like, the Lawrence Arms were kicked off of Warp Tour way back when from... That too, yeah. I've been told. So I think he's just going to keep making gambles and see what works because I think the YouTubers worked last year. The controversies about the YouTubers last yeah. year didn't come out until after the tour ended. Oh, yeah, that weird kid with the um, con candy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have, and then again, like, that, like, 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 like come on, that's, that's a red flag. Like, I mean, yeah. the scene, the, the, um, the, the nest hair, like, that was, that, that was I, 2006. I have pictures with that <laughs> dude, actually. My, really? my friend that I was with Warp Tour is like a huge fan of was a huge fan of him and like she asked me to take pictures with him and I was like, Hey, fuck it. I don't know who the hell you are but your hair is funny, so I'll take a picture with Here's you. the thing. If 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 we're not able to like 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 you know, weed out the individuals that just scream like eh, probably shouldn't, yeah. then I want fucking Jesse Slaughter to be a YouTube pit reporter next year. Does anyone that's remember Jesse Slaughter? Dude, that's yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I remember Jesse. Yes, I'm gonna put a gun to your head Damn. and make a brain brain slushy. I wanna You're be made a brain slushy with her. 
Yeah. Damn. As, as long as she's of age now. If she's not, then I don't fucking want any. She was so... <laughs> probably like 15 or 16, dude. Well, she was. I think she was like 15, 16 when she made the video. So no, she, she was like 11. She was 11. Yeah, she was 11 in that video. Ooh, I'll just stick oh, with Boxy then. I'll just stick yeah, with Boxy. Yeah. Boxy leveled out, so like that. That'll be a good. That's question. a name I haven't heard in yeah. a while. Boxy. Oh my god. So speaking of new things, were we speaking of new new things? I don't Are know. We're, we're, well, now we're speaking of new things. <laughs> good segue. Good segue. Thank you. Thank you. I try. Um, there's been a lot of new stuff going on um, within the pop punk world. Um, Man Overboard just put out um, three new songs, and they also it. have announced that they're going to be. Yeah, man. Have, have you? If you guys have gotten a chance to listen to, to the new tracks. I have I'm very impressed. They're pretty good. I like them. I don't, I don't like we're, it. We're, we're, we're still trying to get you into like the it. pop punk world, so you're okay. Huh? I like it. So we're still, we're still trying to get you into to, to the pop punk world. Well, buddy, do you not recall? I'm pretty sure Man Overboard was number 10 on my top 10 list last year for EPs. 10. Yeah, that's very true. Just saying. Okay. Ooh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. But so, yeah, so they put out some new stuff, and it's really awesome. Um, if I were to describe it, um, what is, I think it's called Heavy Love. Heavy Love's going to be the new album yeah. that, that, that's going to be coming out. It, judging from the first three songs, I think they finally have, like, got their, like, like got new Man Overboard down. Um, Heart Attack was the, like, yeah. experiment album, and, like, you know, we tried mm -hmm. to fit, like, Man Overboard's, like, we're going to try and be a little bit more progressive. We're going to try and, like, you know, branch out and do a little bit more sound. And from the three songs, I think I still have them up here. Um... What were they called? One was Splinter, one was called Borderline, and the other one's um, Now That You're Home. Each one, I think, kind of had a blend of different albums, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. In my opinion, um, um, Splinter was highlight reel with some um, heart attack. And, like, each one, it's weird. Um, now that you're home, definitely played off a of real talk with like you know, uh, cutesy little stuff. Which I love Man Overboard for just being able to still be able to turn out these like stupid sappy love songs over yeah, and over and over and over and over again, and then still be able to keep it fresh, which is always yeah. impressive yeah. for me because because exactly. we're on like album what? I think we're on album five now, and they're still being able to yeah. turn out some yeah. good shit. So I, I love to know what you guys have to think 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 um. about it. I wish they went more in the direction of the song White Lies because that was like one of my favorite Man Overboard songs. Okay. And I liked Heart Attack, um, but White Lies just kind of blew me away and it was like, wow, this is really different than the shit Man Overboard's on in the past. I really hope that they go in this direction in the future. So I guess I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't go in that direction, but it's still like good Man Overboard songs, so I can't complain too much. Very true. Um, Nathan, I see you wearing your, your Mano shirt. Yeah, honestly, they, they, have, they haven't put out, like, an album that I don't like. Like, every single album they put out was pretty tight. Like, I like all of them, but their new stuff is pretty tight. Like, I've been repping it since they came out with it. I listen to it a lot. Yeah. And, I, like I mean, it. It, generally it takes me, like, a minute or two to try and get, Excuse me, that's black unit of time. It takes me a while. To, to get to to get into an album, um, but Heart Attack was one of those albums that I was just able to to listen through. And although that it had like a different style than we were used to for Man Overboard, it was still quick for me to listen to. And yeah. Heavy, and Heavy Love, 
each one of the three songs like you know when you get like like oh like 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 you're like you get hype on a song <laughs> all, yeah. th all, th all three songs <laughs> so far i've been able to get hype on which is really awesome and they're releasing a new album um what i'm sad though is is that they're going to be on warp tour when it drops so we're not going to see like a philly man overboard release show which is very sad but I think hey you awesome. never know you never know. Yeah. Will it, it will it drop? They're going to be in like Texas when they drop it. No. That's great. Oh. Yeah. So Philly, Philly at least is not going to see it, which is sad. But they can still Jamie, do something. Yes. I know you would want to to go over um something with Paramore. What what, what is Haley Williams doing? All right. Fill so um over the past few days, Taylor Swift has been teasing this big music video for her song Bad Blood that is going to premiere at an award show Sunday. I forgot what award show. And she's been revealing these character posters with some like really big people that are going to be starring in the music video. I believe um, Lena Dunham's going to be in it, uh, Zendaya's going to be in it, Kendrick Lamar's going to be in it. But something, the main person that caught my attention that's going to be in it is Haley Williams. She's going to be starring as the Crimson Red. And it honestly just got me wondering, like, man, Paramore has, like, transcended to this new level of mainstream by still playing their pop-punk music. And it just got me wondering, like, what are your thoughts on Paramore, like, becoming huge enough that their lead singer can be in a Taylor Swift music video? You know, I honestly, the first time I heard Paramore, I remember just being floored because Haley Williams' voice is so just, I mean, it, I, she's just amazing. She's just amazing. She's done a lot for females in pop punk and, honestly, a lot for females in music because she really broke through a male-dominated world. And I think it's really good that you can see a band start at the beginning and be such an important band and so vital to the scene, and then just to watch them grow and flourish and keep going on for 10 years, even after all the things that That's they've right. been through with, you know, Josh and, you know, the Farrah brothers leaving and everything. It's, it's really impressive, and it's really awesome that they could stay true to themselves and still break through the mainstream and show people, you know, hey, we're here, we've been here for a long time, now it's time for you to recognize. It's, it's really nice. It's satisfying. All right. So what about you, Ollie? I mean, I've always loved Paramore for like the longest time. Um, I can't say that I've been like the world's biggest Paramore fan, only because like it wasn't like my cup of tea. However, like they've been that band that's been like like you know, the time. And there have been a lot of bands that like you know you'll like, and then like your friends won't 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 like, and like you know you just have like that niche band and be like, oh, I can listen to them and like you know I'll be a little cool. And sadly, Paramore wasn't one of those bands that like you know you can keep to yourself since everybody knew them. Yeah. So it's very interesting to see how, like Carly said, 10 years later, they're able to actually climb their way out of like a little, out of a niche and finally join like, you know, what is it like Grammy award winning artists and like, you yeah. know, yeah. And, and like be recognized as like an actual person. Like, like the, yeah. the I want to say like the most that I've seen an artist go and be like, oh shit, nigga, we made it was um, when the Wonder Years had finally started advertising that they were um, selling the greatest generation at Best Buys. I was like, whoa, <laughs> like, moms and mom jeans are going to be like, walking whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I was like, what? You know, they're, in I, my, they're in my Sunday circular? What? Moms are going to go walk by and be like, what? 
I've seen Stranger Things in Best Buy. I saw an Ice Nine Kill CD in Best Buy once, and that took me by surprise. Well, it wasn't that like you know it was being sold in the Best Buy, but it was being advertised that it was being gotcha. sold in a Best Buy. Yeah, like they're saying like, hey, we're in Best Buy, and like you need like me growing up within like like you know the little pop punk South Jersey Philly scene. The Wonder Years were one of those bands that like you know I heard always being played in basements. I always heard being played in churches and stuff. And Paramore. And they're, and they're within the same amount of time. So, like, mm-hmm. Paramore and Wonder Years, we see, like, you know, Wonder Years would be like, yeah, we're, like, 10 years, but Paramore's just like, no, we are Grammy winning now. So, like, it's very odd to see how they're still appealing to the pop punk kids, but now they're also yeah. appealing towards the top 40 kids. Like, yeah. I think Ankle Biters is, like, 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 you know, a regular... No, not not that. Um, still Part into 2. You. Oh, still, still, still Into You is, is, is a pretty regular, like, soft rock not soft rock yeah. but like a regular rock kind kind of radio band it got a kid awesome. yeah it, it's got a kids there you go it's, it's got, got a kids, a kids cover. Cover radio disney is getting calls saying i want to hear Haley williams and i think that's incredible like i might not be yeah. the biggest Haley williams fan as, as a person but you got to give the girl credit yeah oh yeah 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 so nathan what do you think honestly i i think it's cool for them like i i like paramore like when i Growing up, I've liked them. Like, I always thought Haley Williams was pretty hot. True. <laughs> yeah. True. True. Yo, if yo, if we could be upset for a second, yo, girl got an ass. Like, just like, just say it. Just say it. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. Like that, like that one war tour where she wore that schoolgirl outfit. <laughs> Although you know what, like, like I, I say that, like you know, Haley, Haley Williams is like hot, but I will always say this: Tay Jardine got a beat. Every time, every time. I don't know, dude. Jenna McDougal. No, no, no. I mean, like James is not an argument. Like, and you're gonna be mute. James is not an argument. (laughs) It's actually fact. It's uh, Babe Talk. I'm the host, and um, you're mute. Slow your roll. (laughs) So slow your roll, Derek. (laughs) I think I broke James. (laughs) So yeah. So I mean, I think. Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. I think, I think it's cool for them to be like Grammy award-winning artists. They, they deserve it. They're 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 all they're all super talented. Like they deserve to be up there with all the Grammy-winning artists. Like it's cool for them coming from like where they are and like where they are now. It's pretty tight. Like I think it's cool for them. That's... It is. Yeah, because it, it's like seeing that like you know when the homie makes it out the hood. They're, yeah. they're, 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 they're making someone of themselves, and, and it's an incredible yeah. thing. Like, like I would never, like... If... When Ain't It Fun started getting played on the radio, it made me feel the way that it felt when I heard Welcome to the Black Parade played on the radio, yeah, but like, like three years yeah. after Welcome to yeah. the Black Parade. Yeah. Now. True! You know okay, I, mean? I see what you like, mean. I see what you mean now. Yeah. It was like, are you seriously? It was like, oh my god, they actually were a big band. It wasn't all in my head. Like, they were actually able to break through and just yeah. like be weird and be themselves and just, you know, it's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. So, that that's a thing, and and I do hope that we're gonna hear some more true Paramore songs come out in the future. Yeah. Um, as much as I like the self, that was a self. Yeah, that was a self self title. Yeah, um, yeah self titled. Yeah. I'm still a pretty awesome fan of Riot because that's still just like a yeah, punch that was, that was my favorite album. Pinnacle, man. I, I mean, yeah, 
I'm honestly predicting that the new Paramore album is just going to be Zed remixes. Riot is to Paramore what like, and I mean it's going to sound ridiculous, but it's the first thing I thought of, and it's still true. Riot is to Paramore what like the Marshall Matters LP was to Eminem. Like yeah. seriously, it's actually, like no, uh, yeah. If you're following career-wise, that's actually very true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was like they're you know, bam, like you know, yeah. misery business. Oh my god, I remember when misery business came out. Shit was crazy. It was, oh, man. And with some, like and and I was remember Carly was making this point earlier. Um, like Haley Williams has like such a voice. Like it's very demanding when it wants to be, but it can be like so sultry. Like like we'll we'll see like only exception, and then like. Brick by boring brick, and then just like 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 you know like the contrast between the two are pretty incredible. Like we'll see some like you know pop punk bands trying like you know bouncy acoustic and like 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 like, like side only that. has like like pissed off voice and they're not able to do both and it will have like fireworks that like he'll try to like you know have like a drawn out sad voice, but there are no other bands like Paramore that she's able to have like a really nice alluring voice yeah. and then be able yeah. to spit fire in the next track <laughs> and what song I, I like that one song she was like... in what that song that she was in was set your goals okay now pray yeah i remember that song yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that song was tight man my favorite she did, she, she did really good on that song mm-hmm. forever and always that song that the chariot had with Haley williams is just like insane yeah like, like I might, I might not look like like her personally, but I mean, like, there's not a bad vocal trait about her, and she's a very bubbly, bubbly type of person when 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 she's when she's on. Like when she's on, she's a great person. I would love to hear, you know, and I used to hear people just critique all the time. I guess you know, just because not liking that style of music or her being one of the first females to really do like that style of music, as, and as young as she was, but um, she was 15, man. And I would love when Pressure came out, and I would love to see any fifteen-year-old. I mean, sing Pressure and Conspiracy, you know, and and really put the power that she put behind those songs. And they wrote all those songs themselves too. Yeah. You know, they're immensely talented, immensely talented band. I'm not gonna lie, I forgot that she was that young when she put those songs out. Yeah, she. Yeah. I remember she was fifteen because I was fifteen too, and I got pissed. Just sitting there in Mrs. Shower's class, be like, this could be fucking me. Man, when I was 15, I was like addicted to playing The Price is Right online. And he was 15, he was like releasing straight fire. And I just. Not even who wants to be a millionaire, James. I'm so disappointed. (laughs) Nah, man. Are you kidding me? Who doesn't want to play Plinko, whether it's online or not? Right? Exactly. Dude, I went to a taping of Prices Right and did not get called down. I was sad. Uh, my Aww. favorite. No, if I lived in California, I would go homeless for the just singer... waiting there week after week after yeah. week trying, trying to get on. on I find it funny because yeah. the singer of Amberlynn was a contestant on uh, The Prices Right today. Shut oh, up! My God, more can really? Yeah. Um... Wait, wasn't he on? was he on like weeks ago? I don't know. I saw an article about it today. Like apparently, it aired today. Oh, it must have aired today, cause like he was on like a long time ago, and like won the whole yeah. thing. He won the whole thing. Damn! You're yeah, yeah, no, you're thinking. Like... You're thinking of the singer of Kill Switch Engage. Oh, yeah, he, like, oh my bad. Um, the singer of Amberlynn did not win, and he lost at the wheel. 
Oh, he lost at the wheel. Are you sure? And he didn't even win the showcase. He like lost, and it was sad to watch. <laughs> yeah. But no, the That's the the, the, the sing was it the singer or the drummer from Kill Switch? Uh, uh, might have been uh, someone. Might have been the drummer. I don't know, but I mean, I'm glad it wasn't uh, Drew Carey because I just would have kept just yelling "Holy Diver!" Um, <laughs> just over no. and over and over. Yeah. Um, it was their guitarist. The guitarist, yeah. He uh, took, he, he won the whole thing. Like, he, yeah, like, he, he did the showcase. And not only did he, like, do the showcase really well, I think he got, like, between $1,500 range. Yeah. He, like, won. Yeah, he got, like, and like, I know like, he, he won, like, almost, showcase. He almost I know, got, like, the price. I don't know if this is going to be a new trend, but, like, a few weeks after that, the guitarist of Ida Mighty was on the prices, right? That's, what the hell? Is yeah, this is, like, a new trend. <laughs> If I had to pick any game show to go on, I would pick Who Wants to Be a Millionaire because I wouldn't care whether I won or lost because I'd get to meet Terry Crews, and that would just be yeah. that. That would just be it for me. You know, I, um, I I think you might be the only one in that like, <laughs> little boat. Like, oh, I, Terry I can't. I can't do that show. Terry Crews, man, I oh, want to meet like Regis Philbin. Like, I mean, he's cool. Let me tell. No, let me tell you something. You look up Terry Crews' lip sync battle and watch the lip sync battle that he did to yeah. a thousand miles, and tell me that you don't want to see everything Terry Crews has wait, ever did he, did, wait, did he? Wait, didn't he do that in White Girls? Yes, exactly. He That's threw it why back. they made him do that. Threw That's actually back. pretty cool. Did you see that? He starts out on the I piano. I didn't watch it. No. The top coat and he's got like the tails and everything. Starts out on a white piano with a white suit and no shirt on. Oh my god. The whole Terry like, Cruz is just hysterical <laughs> in, in general. I think if I were to go on any game show, I would make a fake family and go on to Family Feud. Or do... <laughs> no! Oh my god, I forgot about this. I don't know who's actually going to remember this. Carl, you might remember this. But there was an old game show called Supermarket Sweep. <gasps> Yo! Yo! Like, we could all team up and fucking... Rock the just, shit just ruin. I would ruin families. Like, like I, like I would take that way, way too extreme. I wouldn't do any of the trivia. And like, you know what's weird? Growing up, like that's a nostalgic sound. Like, like I remember yeah. hearing, hearing that. Like, if I were to hear it nowadays, I'd probably like um, you know get goosebumps. And everything. I just remember it was like moms, and, like people in like mom mm -hmm. jeans and like the weird sweaters, <laughs> like just running, running through the, through the aisles just, of the just shopping cart. Just throwing shit into the car, and the woman's always yelling at the man, like, "Find it cheaper! Find it cheaper!" It was amazing. And <laughs> last point. Um. Oh no, I still have to ask Nathan. I, I remember. Um. We were going. I, I was helping out a show. Um. For seventeen eighty seven, and we had needed to grab a few more items for. Um. For 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 stuff, and we needed to run over to the supermarket, and so I was given the food list, and someone was given the booze list. And like you know, that like the moment that I stood foot inside that supermarket, shit just went like real, and it turned supermarket sweep real yeah. quick. Like I just grabbed the cart, and I'm like literally like jogging up and down these aisles, and as I'm running through, I'm like, oh my god, I'm literally on supermarket sweep right now. <laughs> but yeah, so so that would be my game game show of choice. Nathan, what what show are you gonna be on if you had to choose? If I had to choose, yep. Uh... Shoot, what, it used to be on Nickelodeon like a long time ago. Oh, what wait, was it? Okay. I'm, 
I'm about to look this up real quick. We have Figure It Out. We have Wild and Crazy Kids. We have um. I've never heard Legends of the, of the Hidden Temple. Temple. Double there. With all Mac, with all the stupid kids that were not able to get the stupid monkey down right, like they would all do it backwards. Why didn't any of the kids do you know what I'm talking? I'm about to go on a radio. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The monkey, like, yeah, and they would a, always get up there. It was easy. It was easy. Just look, look at the. Have you never seen a monkey before? All these kids, they're answering trivia, doing all these physical challenges. Yeah, and, and they get all the they... way up, and the monkey is the last thing, and they just take the stick, and they're just like jamming sideways. Like jamming it inside. I'm like, you guys so are going to space camp. Why are you so stupid? Like, you don't deserve to go to space camp. None of you deserve any of these prizes. You don't deserve a racing scooter. You're fucking hurt yourself. You break your leg, Dude. and then you're fucking suing Nickelodeon yeah. for it. So, because you can't so I would be on that show. For the show I would be on, it's that show Double Dare. Double yeah. Dare! Yeah. Then Del that Double show, Dare that show oh my God. That, that, that I was love that yep. Double Dare 2000. I want to go on Double Dare, man. Oh. Yeah. Now, see, Double Dare is one of those shows that I would be very nervous if they were to bring it back today. Because, like, have you guys seen the new episodes of, of Family Feud? Yeah. Yeah. No, I like the new episodes of Family yeah. Feud. They're, they're taping new episodes of Fa Fa Family Feud, and some of the answers that they give Steve is just, like, so outlandish and so, like, very, like, borderline TV, like, M.A. Yeah. That Steve has just been very nervous, and I'm pretty sure that if they were to yeah. bring Mark Summers and, like, some of the kids onto that TV show... <laughs> Did you no see the one where he said, name a part of the body that starts with the letter T, and the guy goes, titties! <laughs> like, it just blurts out. So, so, so like, I'm not sure... If we would actually be able to have the 2015, because the 2015 kids, you know what, are not the same yeah. as the 1995 they back, kids. They brought back no. Figure It Out, and that went well. So oh, if they brought yeah. back Figure It Out, they can bring back Double Dare. But, but have you guys seen that? Totally different, man. Because Double Dare, you have all those challenges and stuff, and like kids these days are such like jackasses a lot of the time that I feel like it would just be like. 30 minutes of kids getting into fights in the slime. Honestly, and that's all that it would be. Knowing yeah. Hollywood, they're going to pick the most pure child actors that they can find in a hotel lobby Ooh. for that. Ooh. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Hollywood? Yeah, like, I'm not making, like, I'm sure there's, like, a hotel dedicated to having child actors, like, stay with their parents to get on TV shows, and they'll probably just go there. And, True. like... They're out of, like, like Iowa... They're with William. They're with William New Newman trying to make a point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Nathan, you're, you're, you're going to make a point? Yeah, I, uh, like that one episode of uh, Family Feud, when uh, when he asked, like, what, what's the most thing that's, like, been passed around? And then that one dude's like, a joy. And he, like, it's on, like, the top one. Yeah, man, it's 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 weird. Like, going from, like, Richard Gears. No, not, not Richard Gears. Oh, who was the old host? Richard. Mark Summers. No, no. Of, um, Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson, yeah, going from Richard Dawson's, like, 1960s, 1970s to, like, you know, 2014, 15, it's, it's kind of rough, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know yeah. if we should really be bringing back these game shows. Now you like, have reality shows like Baggage. Like Baggage. <laughs> do you guys remember, do you guys remember, um, Match Game? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, like, imagine if we were to bring back Match Game. They brought it back in Canada. Match Game 2015. They brought it back in Canada. Did they really help? Yeah. See, I think, I, I think that's I think that's who we're gonna start to start lo looking after because I'm pretty sure we start getting some pretty interesting like screenshots. Let me tell you one. something. When you, if you have satellite radio, 
put on, I don't remember what it's called, but it's one of the Canadian alt-rock stations, and the shit is fire. Canadians, it's, it's Canadians usually yeah. do well with their rock. That's it. That's Canadian alt-rock. Yeah. Like, yeah, it'll blow your mind. Yeah. Oh, wait. Are um, we a, a music podcast? Canadian alt-rock, though? Look at this meme! <laughs> I said Canadian alt-rock, James. I didn't say Canadian shit rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. but um, We're gonna get back to music, I swear. But this... I, I, I've been watching and like keeping track of each one of the like look at his fo photograph memes and like I don't know why but the first one was look at his graph and like the way his voice was warped <laughs> I, 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 I can't that. stop watching I saw that. I saw that yeah I, I, I just couldn't stop watching it and then they had like look at his meme and the way that his voice was warped was just like so just like, like look at this meme and i was like oh my god this is it i i i don't need to go on the internet anymore i just don't like yeah. chad Kroger because he looks like a douchebag he i don't looks that, so weird. i mean maybe you know that's wrong but i just i feel like chad kroger if i met him in real life would be a douchebag i feel like he's that yeah. guy like, like he would just yeah. say something like, like like really douchey just like, oh, why do the gays need to get married? They can just live with each other. It's just like, okay, all right, cool, thanks. I'm gonna. Like, I feel out. like I would go backstage and I'd be like, oh, I'm like you're a huge fan, nice to meet you, and he'd be like, whip your tits out or get out. Yeah. Like, I feel like you'd be with the like, with, with the Budweiser in him. I feel like I'd walk. Yeah, past Budweiser, that. he like would open it on my belt buckle or some shit and then walk away. T-shirt <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that just four points down it just says like the the the, the legend. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel like that guy. I feel like he's that guy. Oh my god. Watch the video where they pelted with bottles when they're playing in Spain. And he basically <laughs> just like, fuck it, and walks off the stage, man. He just looks like that. He looks like if he could, he would smash guitar on somebody's head. Like, he just, he yeah. looks like that guy. Yeah. He looks like the type of dude I'd walk past and he'd be like, now I'm not racist. But... <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, Alright, so we're a music podcast and we're going to talk about music things again. Um, there's a service ugh, called Vinyl, pronounced V-Y-N-L because it couldn't afford any other vowels. Um, that what you're able to do, and James, correct me if I'm wrong, what you're able to do is, well, James, actually, you know the service better than, than I do. I was informed of this today and I was going over stuff, but here we go. I just read it like 20 minutes ago. You're like the new okay. Alex North correspondent. How do you feel? Oh, God. So uh, from reading the article about 20 minutes ago, uh, this vinyl program was supposed to mail. It was started as an Indiegogo that like raised quadruple the money it was supposed to set as a goal. And so the service was supposed to mail records to people's doors and if they like it they can keep it but if they don't like it they can just like send it back so it's like a Netflix of records is what they were like trying to get it mm -hmm. but there's a law that you cannot like rent records because technically it's not exactly your, your property exactly so now, be yeah. and there's some more so basically the service was supposed to start in February doesn't start shipping out till April, and the records that they send people were just random bargain bin 60s and 70s records, and they wouldn't let people send them back. 
so people wow. are more pissed. Did they announce that? I mean, it's probably a dumb question, but did they announce this when they were finally starting up the series? Do they have any kind of anywhere nope. to have? Nope. Have? What did it seem like? Was just like 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 a let's do this, and it looks good, and it's pretty, and it's polished, and then like ooh, <laughs> and then like it just like disintegrated in front of them. To an extent, from what I had read. Now, like, let's say in theory that this actually worked out well. Um, would this be something that you guys would want to sign up for? Or, like, would you guys want to have something, like, more concrete? Like, the the babe had, the, the babes of, of Babe Talk were talking. We were like, what if there was, like, a, a red box of vinyl that you could just, like, you know, go in? Oh, that'd be I, I personally I like the mailing services that a lot of record labels have where they're just, like, mail someone a random record, like, you don't have to return it, like, that's fine, I'll stick with that. That's dope. So, like, it would be something along the lines of, like, a subscription base in which it would be, what is it, there's the ones that you can pay 10 bucks and you get, like, two ties in the mail, or you can, like, you know, pay $15 yeah. and you just get a random loot crate full of more. That would be nifty. Yeah. Like, No Sleep has their mailing list. There's a Vinyl Me, which is, like, a subscription service where they send out a random vinyl a month. Like, that's a lot better and more efficient than this service was in the end. Yeah. That's yeah. Good idea, good idea for I dropped a note. Yeah. Sorry. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it seems pretty cool. Nathan, what would you prefer as a service? Um... Uh, not really sure, but like I like the vinyl, the vinyl me one. Is, me one is, that one's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Like, so yeah, yeah, Carl. Yeah, yeah, sorry, but um, yeah. I mean that that seems like a pretty cool thing. Um, hold on one second. So, so. All right, sorry. Technical difficulties. Anyway, we're done. Um, okay. Well, not done with the episode. Sorry, that's let me. Let me go back to what we were talking about. Um, yeah, it would be pretty awesome if, if there would be, like, another service, like James was saying, in which, like, you would go and you would get, you would pay, like, you know, X amount of dollars, and you would end up getting, like, a random record in the mail. I'm pretty sure that one of the co companies, you can actually invest a good chunk of money and end up um, getting a rarer, uh, I think. Is that thing? Yeah, that's your feedback, too. All right, let's try that again. Carly. Wait, James, do you have headphones? Yeah, I have headphones in. Okay. I think okay. we're good. I think. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Cool. Okay, so yeah, those subscription-based things. They're, they're cool. They're a thing. They can continue to be a thing, and hopefully one day they'll be a better thing. <laughs> That's the subject, guys. Um, so I think it's time to get into the interview portion of the episode. Um, Nathan is our guest tonight. He is going to be part of the band Just Go, Just Leave. And before we jump into things, we're going to um, get a group list going. We're going to have Carly, we're going to have James, and we're going to have myself asking you questions. Um, fire away um, with the best answer to your ability. There's, you know, it's a fucking interview. You say whatever you want. You can just tell us to yeah, off. Yeah. I don't care. Um, so before we go any farther, though, if you can just like you know go into actually what the the project is, or or like like how did you start doing the brief history? Well, the brief well, history the brief of just going to sleep is 
started in 2013. No, 2010. And then, like, I just used to be in a ska band. A pretty well-known ska band in my, like, scene. And, like, and then I just wanted to do other things. So I just started writing my own music. And just, like, my school had a at a recording studio, so I just recorded there, and then I thought, why the heck not try to do shows with it? So, like, I I basically booked some shows, and then I, I just started liking doing, it, like, stuff by myself. And, and I used to be I used to called be Little, Wheel, Little, Wheel, Little Wheeler, but, like, I just thought that was, like, oh, it's not, that sounds too much like a rapper than it does, like, an acoustic artist. So, I was just thinking around of different names to do, and then I uh, came across the transit song just for this leave, and I was like, "Dude, I'll be tired at the name," so I just stuck with that. And I, I just always like doing acoustic stuff. So. Nice. Like a little brief history. All right, so Carl, if you want to start with your first question, we'll start to go in, and then we'll just jump right onto this thing. Um. Well, you were actually with a ska band before you started doing all this acoustic stuff. Um, is mm. ska something that you would go back to, or do you prefer doing your own acoustic thing as opposed to doing things with the band? Um, I do. I like the ska thing, but like, I rather stick with the what I do now. Like, I wouldn't go back to like doing that. But like, I've always thought about turning just go to sleep into a full band. Like in the near future, probably. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, can you tell me a little about your lyrical inspirations on this project? My lyrical inspirations? Yeah. Uh, a lot of my songs are about, like, how my, my latest EP is called Love and Life EP. And uh, that's basically, like, a lot of my songs. It's like life. My previous life experiences I've been through, love, love issues I went through, like suicidal issues I've been through, and all that. Like it's a lot of my songs are based off of like a lot of uh, stuff I've been through in the past, and a lot of like love. It like a lot of songs are like love about like girls I liked, and then they end up fucking me over and stuff, or like stuff like that. That's basically like a lot of my lyrical inspirations are. Like love and life. Yeah, sounds legit. Now, going yeah. from like like you know like like a ska type of band, and then going into an acoustic, more like feely torture thing. How was the the mm. writing process for that? Like, you have two totally like 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 they're not totally different when like you know lyrical and like you know styles yeah. or anything like that. But how do how do you translate the two? Um, I transitioned like. Basically, I was listening to like a lot of like, uh, what was that one band? Crap, I forgot them for a second. I'll I'll probably go back to them, but I was listening to a lot of like uh old school like emo bands, and like I would just, I would just like grasp at, like a lot of like what they had, and like I used to, I would just sit in my room and just like write my own stuff, like pick up my acoustic, like a lot of my songs I like first write are like crappy songs. But then, like, later on when I got more into, like, the writing process, I just started writing better songs. And, like, basically coming from the ska band, like, it's a lot of upbeat. And then going into a feely type of band, it was just, like, I just wanted to do something, like, 
my personal experience. Like, I wanted people to know what I've been through. So, like, I really, like, couldn't do that in a snob and So, I was, like, I just wasn't feeling it. And we all have, like, a mutual agreement to, like, I wanted to leave. So, I wanted to do my own thing. So, like, it's just, like, I wanted to do something that's more personal and people can feel what I see. And so now you feel it is like a little bit more genuine. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Um, the cause for I think my favorite song on the album is the cause for butterflies. That's mm -hmm. just my personal personal favorite. Out of the song that you brought for this EP, what is what your favorite? My favorite. My favorite uh, it has to be uh, I'm Giving Up On You Because You're Giving Up On Me. That's personally like one of my favorite songs on that because it's because it's I'm gonna give you a little I'm brief little background, background of what that song's about. Basically that song's about uh, I went through a lot of problems in high school, uh, with with like emotional wise. Like I went through losing friends and like I noticed like senior year you learn who your true friends are and I was going through a lot of like losing friends, uh, people not being there for, for me, and it's actually the whole song is about this girl who actually lives two doors down, and she basically fucked me over and like basically chose love uh, over friendship with the guy she didn't even care about, and like it was just a lot of like a lot of going through like personal issues, giving up on myself, and just wanting to give up on life and. Basically, that's probably like one of my favorite songs because it's like super emotional and has like a lot of like a little Sea Haven influence in it. So that's like one of my favorite songs to play live. And it's pretty cool when I played uh, with Being as an Ocean. I got to play that song live uh, with the full band, and I did it with electric guitar and my brother on drums and my friend on bass. And it was just pretty cool doing it. Acoustic, uh, electric wise, it's probably way more feely than it is doing it just acoustic. So I like that song though. Probably one of my favorites. Acoustically oh. so. it reminded me of like Jack Johnson and Secondhand Serenade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that that's probably like where I got a lot of my inspiration I got from was like uh that song was like I was trying to like grasp like the acoustic like Sea Haven songs. Like that's where I got a lot of my like that and like putting that influence with like uh, secondhand serenade, and uh, yeah, that's probably like the ones that I put my most influences on that. So, cool. Yeah. So, um, now you said that you've played some shows as Just Go, Just Leave, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any notable stories from playing any shows yet? Do I have what? Like any notable stories or like funny things that happened at shows or like memorable moments. Uh, probably my most. I had some funny moments when I played with. Uh, there's a show out here. There was a venue that used to be out here. One of my favorite venues, industry, industry theater, but it got shut down. It sucks. It's gone. But like, that was my favorite venue, Playa, and um, I got to play at a Brian Stars tour and. And it was really awkward. It was, really awkward. It, was like, it was like all all ki all little kids, way younger than me, like fifteen, 
and like their parents. It was like the only LA area show. So like I was like super awkward and like as I was playing there was a bunch of YouTuber stars there with Brian Stars. So as I was playing like everyone was talking and like I remember like in the middle of my set and it it was it was like at that time when Brian Stars was still mad at uh Never Shot Never. So like I, I in the middle of my set I was just like a bunch of like little teen little teenager kids like running around talking, not even paying attention to me playing. And I was like I straight up like stopped playing and I was like can you guys shut the fuck up? And like all the parents like gasped and like covered their kids' ears and I was like, dude, this is awkward. And then like right after that, like I was playing my last song and I started playing Never Shout Never. And like I could see the Brian Stars was getting mad, but I was like, screw it. And then like the owner of the venue, he was like, dude, you just gotta stop playing. I don't want any problems. So he like told me to just cut the mic and he's like, just stop. Just cut the set because of all the kids. That's incredible. Yeah. That's nuts. I mean, yeah, like, that's... how was, like, opening for Never Shout Never, though? Like, that had to be an experience. Well, it wasn't really, uh, I wasn't really opening up for Never Shout Never. But it was just, like, I played their song. Like, I played their song for, like, Brian Stars to work. Oh, I like, told you, you know, I like, told all... misinterpreted that story. I'm just like, oh, sick. Yeah, it was basically a bunch of Brian stars, like his his bands, and he likes to feature his little scene kid bands. And then like I remember at that show too, that I that I was like, well, as my mic was like turned off, I was like, if any of you guys care, I get, I like yelled it. I was like, if any of you guys care, you could come to the back, or I'm not. He's like, I'm not a famous YouTuber, or like I'm not a famous band, and I'm not putting on makeup like these other fuckers, and like you can see me in the back. Like I was just mad, like. And nobody really cared. And like I could see him like on the side stage, like everyone putting on makeup, all the dudes straightening their hair up. Like, dude, that's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just got mad that like a lot of kids weren't really paying attention. But like another one of my most memorable moments, it was opening up for like one of my favorite favorite bands, being as a notion. That was probably like the most memorable moment, like the best moment ever. No, that has to be fun. Like, open up for like your bands and stuff. Yeah, that and then uh, another show that was pretty was really cool. It was like before this this wildlife like did was doing their anything like big acoustic wise. Uh, I I got to open up for their it was the this wildlife and rival summers, like basically this wildlife's first acoustic tour. It was pretty nice. tight. Very. Yeah. So I mean, like, how how was your progression like like? Going from like you know playing from from your band to now doing your own thing and starting to get a draw out. How 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 have you seen your progressive go? It's pretty cool. Like I don't have like a big drawing as I used to when I was in the, when I was in a ska band, but like I I have like those people that are like loyal fans that will be there like almost like every show. Or, like like honestly, out here in the AV, it depends like who you play with like. You gotta play with the right people to get a good crowd for you. Like it's hard out here to be like your own acoustic wise. Cause out here there's there's a couple acoustic artists and like the only like only two like me and my friend Dylan were ready. We're the only ones that are basically like left of like the acoustic scene wise out here. But like when there used to be industry theater out here, it was just I draw a lot a lot of crowds. Like that's when I drew like a good crowd. Mm-hmm. But, like, after that place, like, got shut down, like, 
stuff went down with the city and like after that got shut down like I haven't been drawing a good crowd wise but like I have those occasional people there that are like pretty like good fans of mine so it's pretty cool but like I don't draw like the same crowd as like when I used to like I, I like I missed like drawing the big crowd like when I used to be in this job band but like being, being in what I do now I'm trying to like get myself out there and just doing it myself and it's pretty fun. True, that makes sense. Yeah. Do you feel like there's less opportunities now that you're speaking, you know, about all the kind of struggles that you had to to go through, you know, playing with to those smaller crowds and everything like that, kind of trying to make yeah. it. Do you feel like it's harder for an artist to make it on the West Coast, you know, in your field, um, more so than like the East Coast or you know Nashville and you know places like that. Do you feel like it's harder on the West Coast? Honestly, I feel like the East Coast is like more, like, cause my uh, my brother just went on tour. He went on like a little tour to all the way out to Georgia. He was in a he filled in for a hardcore band. Uh, post nothing, but like I feel like it would be. I feel like they cater like more. I feel like I don't know. I feel like the West Coast is pretty cool, but like I would rather be on the East Coast because I feel like more people there are like, fam. That more people like I hear like a lot of people there are like more more chill and like more like down to go to like any show. Like I'd rather be there than here because it's like I barely get like the opportunity. Like I try to play as much shows as I can out here in my hometown, but like like. Typical pop punk kids. I I just want to leave my hometown. Like I want to try to do something new and like possibly do a tour. Like that's what I'm trying to do. Like I feel like the West Coast, the East Coast would be more like I would probably draw. Even though like not a lot of people would know me, but like I feel like I would draw a good crowd. I'll be out there. Because like they have like I feel like the East Coast more has like a emo like, emo revival scene out there than we do in the West Coast. You know, that that would be, like, to an extent. Um, I'd say, like, was it from just, like, the things I've been hearing from friends, um, it's more like, I think, James, you would be, be able to back me up on this. Um, Midwest? Um, yeah, there's, like, yeah. in Long Island, at least, there's a lot of bands that take influence from both Long Island emo and Midwest emo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I mean, like, more I lately... Midwest, because just because yeah. real friends got popular as shit. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, what is it? Um, with the Philly scene, I do know there's like a lot of new emo esque type of bands coming out, like a, a cross between indie and emo, which is a kind of really cool. Yeah. And then like you have the the old gray cross with like modern baseball type. of Philly's a whole new scene, yeah. but like I, I could I could see where you would mean like. With the whole like West Coast, um, being totally different from from the East Coast. Cause like the West, the West Coast, Coast, like like out like out where I'm in, like in Lancaster, in the AB area, like we're there's more of a hardcore scene than anything else. Like we have the AB, we have the ABC. Like I support it like hundred percent. Like I'm homies with a lot of people in those bands. Like like we have the ABC scene, which is like going pretty good, but. Like, that's what we have more out here, like a hardcore scene, than anything else. Like, and so it's like harder to do, like your like an acoustic shows, like any acoustic. 
like shows wise, there'll be like nobody there. Like if it's just strictly acoustic, there'll be barely like nobody there. But when it's like mixed with like hardcore, there'll be like a lot of kids there. Like out here, it depends like who you play with. You got you draw crowd. That's how it is. Yeah. I think I'm up if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alright, so what do you want people to take away from your music? Like, what message do you want to spread to people? Well, well the message uh, I'm really trying to spread is, that, like, even though there's hard times in your life, like, there'll be, like, hard times in your life, but, like, you can get through anything, no matter what, like, 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 since I went through suicide issues, like, it's not, it's, like, just the little problems, like, a girl ends up, like, cheating on you, or, like, someone says, like, your music sucks, or, like, it's just, like, the message I'm trying to give is that, like, through all the negativity in life, there's, there is positivity in it, like, there is hope for, uh, for you, like, just don't, like, give up, like, that's what I'm, like, one of my, like, one of the sayings I always, like, say, I show before I leave, is, like, stay positive, like, stay positive and, like, just live life to the fullest. That's, like, the, the thing I'm trying to give people is, like, life to just, like, your, your life is a story to tell, like, everyone, and it's, like, just, that's basically what I'm, that's basically what I'm trying to, like, say in my music is, like, the, po the positive message is it's like even though I have like the feely songs mm -hmm. like they will they're like really feely it's just that like there's positivity in the emotional parts of life like you can get through it no matter what you can get through it no matter what that makes sense now yeah. what what do you see the future being for just go just leave like are you gonna try and put out new material are you gonna try and play more shows what are we looking at well like the future for just go just leave what I'm trying to what I'm trying to do is like make merch. I might be like later on down the road. I'm thinking about putting together like because I'm a broke kid. Like most of us are. Like I'm a broke kid just trying to live life, trying to get a job, going to college, gonna get to go to college soon. Uh, I'm just trying to put together like I might be putting together a Kickstarter so I can. I'm trying to do like a little tour to like either Oregon and like try to put some shows and then try to get like uh merch too like i'm trying to do like t-shirts buttons and like bracelets or something like that and then also i'm i'm going to be i'm trying to write new songs but like i'm trying to get together like a full band so i could do like full band stuff with it like like the regular acoustic stuff with just like a full band that's what i'm trying to do nice now yeah um, if, if you don't mind, um, we're going to play one of your songs so we can give it a little song to showcase. I don't mind. Yeah, uh, I believe you said that, that one of your favorite songs is um, I'm Giving Up On You because you're giving up on me, correct? Yeah. Alright, now if you have one, one, two, would you want to give yourself a little intro before you start playing it? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, um, just go to sleep, and this song we're going to be playing is I'm Giving Up On You, You're Giving Up On Me. It's, uh, one of my favorite tracks on the new EP, Love and Life. We're good. We're good. 
my room contemplating suicide not giving a care about anything or anyone at all she lives two doors down with a smile on her face not even knowing what I'm going through I've given up on myself and I've also given up on God and at that time I've given up on God and I said God if you're real why would you let me go through this God, if you're real, why would you let me go through this? Giving up on you because you're giving up on me.
Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that, that was. Yeah. You're giving up on me. That was. Because you're giving up on. on uh, you're giving. I'm giving up on you because you're giving up on me. Excuse me. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So that was off of the Love and Life EP. Um. We said you're working on new stuff, and we're just trying to get a um, merch out so that you can continue to tour and stuff, right? Yeah, and I'm gonna be probably doing a Kickstarter. Later on, down the road. All right, sweet. So, like, whenever you get more information on that, Babe Talk would absolutely be happy to start sharing stuff just so we can continue to promote everything that's going on within our scene. So, Nathan Wheeler, we right. thank you right. for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. For having me. Oh, you, for having if you had something more, I'm sorry. Yeah, you had something more to say. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I, uh, thanks for having me. It was a blast. Well, I do thank you for listening to the show and everything. I mean, I just love like going through and seeing people who are very passionate about the music, including from what we're hearing here. You're very passionate about everything. And so yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see, see the progress that you're going to be, be making with you and like, you know, clearly loving what you're doing. So I can't, I can't wait to see like, like, you know, where this goes from here. It's going to be very cool to see your ride. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, so from me, from Carly, from James, we're going to end tonight's episode. Nathan, again, we thank you so very much for coming on the episode. Don't be a stranger. We're going to talk soon. Absolutely. And everyone, enjoy the rest of your night. All right. All right.